the First Lady of New York Radio, Joan Hamburg. Entertaining and informative. Talk Radio 77 WABC. I always love talking to Lydia Bastianich. And Lydia is an Emmy Award-winning public television host. She's a best-selling cookbook author. She has restaurants. She owns a food and entertainment business. I'm sure you've eaten in Becco in New York City. And I'm sure you, we were talking earlier, our producer, about Italy, his favorite. And one of my favorites, too. And Italy's are not only in our town, they're everywhere. And to add to all this, Lydia has her own pastas and sauces, which are sold all over. She's written a zillion books. I can't even tell you. She does so many things and doesn't even look tired. And now Lydia has a something new, which is great. She has, we'll call it a documentary, and it's something near and dear to her heart. It's about America, and it's incredible how people get through it, how they come to this country, and all the amazing things that they do. So, Lydia, I'm always so happy to talk to you. And of oh, course, my pleasure, Joan. And you've got the new special in December 14th that looks at people from rural to big cities all across this country who have gone through unbelievable hardship and through sharing life, love, food, they have really achieved something extraordinary. It's all about resilience and giving back. So tell me, what made you decide to do this? You had done something like this a while ago. This one's different. <clears throat> yes, Joan. I've been doing, you know, I have my regular Lydia's Kitchen, my cooking show on PBS. But for the past 10 years, I've done a special right around Christmas. And it's my way, in a way, of thanking America, all the people of America, and the opportunities that I have, and sort of really bring to light the fact of, you know, how we as individuals, and especially how here in America, we do have the opportunity, and we need to go forward, and we need to help each other. And, you know, we need to be resilient, and especially in these times, you know, with COVID, resilience has sort of gotten to to a lot of us. Do we have it? Don't we? Can we make it through? Well, here are four examples of people that really had uh, obstacles in life and have come out successful. And I just, I love, love sharing this, the emotion, because, you know, you just said it, Joan, I, I had my share of, uh, shall we say, uh, uh, difficult times. And here I am, you know, I'm happy. Um, I feel fantastic. I was given so many opportunities, and I thank God, and I thank America, and I thank everybody. Yeah, and you th- and you recognize them. That's always the part that, to me, is so important. You know, every now and then people get luck or are lucky, but they don't say, hey, hello, luck, and embrace it. They're afraid. And or share they, it. Right, or they let it go, but you went for it cooking in your little kitchen, I was describing to someone how you'd go to the garden to pick the vegetables for dinner. I mean, you never probably at that stage in life dreamt that you would have 
Olydia empire with the family years later, but you did it no matter what stood in your way, you stepped over it. Right, but I also had the support of people, just like you, Joan. You were there in the beginning. You recognized that I had this passion, that maybe I had potential. And all along the way, we know each other, I think, 30 years right, or more. A long time. You have been there. You have recognized everything that I did. And you know what that does? That propelled me to go on. It gave me strength. I said, you know, real, the American people, the journalists, the radio announcers, somebody, the stature of Joan Hamburg. They appreciate what I do, and that gives me strength. And in this special, Joan, I want to share uh, especially some of these little stories quickly. There's a young man, and they, this young man was was uh, uh, sommelier at Felidia, and he worked for me for about a year and a half. Then, you know, they move on in the industry. Right. Uh, and sadly enough, he had a car accident about two years after he moved on, and became a paraplegic. Awesome. He became uh, paralyzed from the waist down in a wheelchair. Well, he loved the restaurant industry. His father was in the restaurant industry, and he pursued that in a wheelchair, mind you. He found jobs as a sommelier. Ultimately, he wanted to open a restaurant. And you know what? About six months ago, he opened a restaurant, Contento, up in, in Harlem. And the restaurant is very... Uh, it's for people with disability, to facilitate. It's, uh, you know, you can come in with a wheelchair. The bar is low enough that you can just slide in with the wheelchair and still be face-to-face with the bartender. You can, uh, you know, he he has a Braille menu. He got married, and he is so happy. He achieved, he overcame, and he has now his restaurant. And it's a wonderful story. Uh, Yannick Benjamin is his name. And, uh, you know, this young man was a handsome young man when he worked for me and right. ran up and down the stairs. And you see, he overcame, and he's happy. He's married. He has he has done something. He has taken his disability, if you will, and make it positive for himself and yeah. for all the, the other community. people out there. When you know what, when people feel, well, if for an example, you have a guy who was convicted and ended yes. up in jail. And you would think if that ever happened to anyone and you knew it was wrong, how do you get over that? He was almost 10 years in jail. And yet when he got out of jail, he became a lawyer. He became an advocate for those who are, as you say, underserved. Like, I wonder how do people, how are they so good that they can forgive? I I was amazed at his attitude. This is a young man that at 17, he was convicted of a sexual uh, whatever conviction, which he didn't do. And after 10 years of him being there working with other attorneys and whatever, he proposed, you know, he really showed that he wasn't uh, uh, culpable for what they they, did. 10 years after, 10 years from 17 to 27, the best years of his life, Mm. he was in jail. And then he comes out. And he doesn't have an ounce of of antagonism, of sadness, of regret, regret or, oh, or animosity. He's positive. He went on. He helps young children. And you know what brought us together is because he said that while he was in, 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 in incarcerated, his strength came from remembering his grandmother and the smells and what she cooked. And he just loved to get out 
and just be able to cook. So we cook together. He's now married. He has a great book out, and it's a wonderful story. It's really amazing. And how he became a lawyer with all that is unreal. Absolutely. But you see, resilience. You got to put your mind. You got to be positive. You can't dwell in 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 hate and regret. And you have to put that behind because you know, Joan, those sentiments, whether you're anger, whether you hate, or whatever, those are sentiments that you you sort of project towards other, but it, they remain with you and they hurt you as a person. So forget, forgive, and move on. Right, and you talk about a, a guy whose business didn't survive in 2008 and you know unlike locking himself up and saying woe is me I'm done he started working free volunteer at a Harlem school and changed the life of so many people including his own oh it's wonderful you know I went to visit he has he took this plots in Harlem that were abandoned, that were junk plots, if you will, that were, uh, you know, uh, uh, an obstacle to the kids that would want to play in there. He cleaned them all up, developed gardens, gardens in Harlem that really produce produ- uh, uh, product. Real stuff, yeah. And uh, I think he does now 500,000 pounds of product he distributes to the Harlem community a year, mm. free of charge. And he has the community itself being part, helping. And here, where there was sort of uh, uh, this this, this uh, bet-looking, kind of garbage-looking plots are blooming with flower, with products, with squash, with green beans, with basilico. It was wonderful to see. And, you know, it gives, it gives a lot of jobs also to the people in the neighborhood. And you know what, Lydia, watching this and you and all the things you do, but this one really touched hearts because whether it was a vet who was a sniper and like so many people who served when they come home, they're lost. They don't know what they're going to do because when you're in the Army or the Navy or the Marines, you're very organized. You have a purpose. You're told what to do and you do it. But he was a guy who his mission, he had no idea what he was going to do. And when he heard about Haiti, he brought other vets in and to fly down and to help. So I love meeting these people through you and through documentary. Well, it's my, it's, you know, I really have a good time in doing that and in uh, sort of featuring these people and first of all, connecting with them, you know, I'm a simple person, a chef, you know, I'm now, and, and yet, so you simple. know, connect. <laughs> this, con- this connection, you know, food is my connection. You would say, you know, how do you connect with all these people? Well, food ultimately, you know, we cook together, we eat together, whatever. But, you know, I have a soft spot for veterans. And you know my story of uh, escaping communism and whatever. So I know what freedom and really democracy means. And these veterans go out there and are willing to put up their life on the line. So that America could have the freedom, so that America, you know, and I am part of this freedom. You know, I was given this great opportunity. So I have a soft spot for veterans. And this young man, he really, you're right. You know, they do need a purpose when they come out because they are so, so sort of regimented when they are in the army that sometimes when they come out, they get lost. And, and, you know, what do I do now? And so he has gathered a lot of the veterans 
and together they that they went to Haiti Haiti when when the the the, the big uh, earthquake uh, was and so on now they go around America and build homes rebuilt homes for people that are left homeless during the hurricanes and whatever and it's amazing what they're what they're accomplishing and I'm talking to Lydia Vassianis Lydia celebrates America so you're busy as can be. How is the restaurant business? Is it coming back strong? It is. It is, uh, John, the restaurant business. You know, people want to be together. People want to socialize. And, you know, the best place is actually to share at a table some food with, with your friends, your family. So the restaurants are coming back. And, uh, you know, now I... In total, I've been 50 years in the business, so my kids really are taking over, and you and I have discussed this, our kids and how they go forward, because, uh, you know, you know my kids since they were small. And uh, Tanya and Joseph uh, are teaching up. Yeah. And they are running the business. They just opened uh, uh, a sandwich shop on on Eighth Avenue and Forty Sixth Street. Alantico Vinayo. This is a, a a guy that does in in Florence a wonderful sandwich. And so they're growing in a different way. But restaurants, people want to socialize. People want to be together. Uh, and you know, today what's amazing and I love it is that this new generation is very conscious, very conscious about good food about nutritional food, about food and the environment. So it's, it's, it's really wonderful to see. Uh, it's going on, it's going forward. A little different than maybe, you know, those, those three, four-hour dinner uh, restaurants, but it really is uh, uh, buzzing. I'm so happy because, like you, to me, restaurants are theater. You know, with the good food, with the convenience, with the companionship, I always feel like I'm on a great adventure whenever I eat out. And we all, or most of us, love food and so many of our life occasions. Lydia, which was like one of the first major restaurants I started eating at when I came to New York after you opened it, after the little restaurant in Queens. But when my son got engaged, we were at Lydia's. You know, we mm -hmm. celebrated so many life occasions there uh, during yeah. the early years. So restaurants play a major role in our life. And you're still going full steam. Yes. You know, I am. I left a lot of the restaurants. But I, I go there. I do special dinners. I, you know, taste. We taste together. We look at the menu. But they are running the show because, as I said, 50 years is a long time to be behind the rangers in a restaurant. It's hard but, on the knees. Know, Absolutely. I have two new ones. I know. And you've done well with the new ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing okay. But, uh, you know, I'm uh, just, my book uh, just came out in October, Lydia's A Pot, A Pen, and A Bowl, and that's doing well. So, you know, a book requires to, to go around, to do book right. signing, to do a lot of Zoom events. I have another one in the works. I uh, I just uh, uh, finished my new set of shows, Lydia's Kitchen on PBS. So, Very and, successful. And, and then this special, so there's a lot for me to do. And, uh, you know, I'm spending some time, trying to spend some more time ever more with my grandchildren because they're big now, you know, like yours, you know that. Right, and, and they love they, to cook, too. They love to cook, and they're not around grandma all the time. So when they come, now they're going to come for the holidays. we got to plan things. we got to go to, to a show. we got to do some cooking. So that's, uh, I want to do much more of that. 
Now, are you doing Christmas at your house, or they, yes. the grown-up children are? Yes, no, no. Well, my son is doing Christmas Eve, and Christmas Day, uh, I'm doing, my daughter's going to help me, and the grandkids would all be around. You, you know, Joan, uh, this is going to be the first Christmas without my mother. I so, know, it's so too sad. Your mother was such an amazing human being. Oh, my God. You know, and so and so they all wanted to be in the house where she was. That's my house, you know, my right. house. So we are all here. You know, Joe, I have to share share with you what happened on Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving, again, that was the first Thanksgiving without how we right. all gathered. The immediate family gathered at my table. And then, uh, you know, when they were finished eating, I told them how much Grandma appreciated because they would come. They would come and visit her. They would call her. They would hug her. How much she appreciated how they acknowledged her. And then we went around the table and said, do you guys have stories to share with us about grandma? And each one told the story of them and grandma. And it was grandma, it was like grandma, was like there. my mother was there at the table. Well, watching your TV show, even sometimes you will put clips of your mother there, but even when you don't, her presence is such a presence there that we yeah. sense her, her her funny, her advice, her tasting, you know, her passion for yeah, really yeah. good food. Well, you know, she lived with me in my house. She had her own little apartment. So for, for all that matters, she's still up in that apartment for me sometimes. You know, I, sense, <laughs> I really sense her around to tell you. Spiritually, she's here with me. No, without question. And it's an amazing family. And I still remember when Joe, Joseph, your son, you only wanted him to go to business school. You know, no food, no cooking, business school. And he yes. was a student, and he went to business school, and it lasted five minutes. Cause, exactly, exactly. I think uh, not even a, a whole year, or maybe 14 months. And then he came, I remember, at the bar at Philidia, and he told me, he says, Ma, I quit. I says, what do you mean you quit work? You know, I figured, okay, right, he's going to want to... Yeah, yeah, not already. And I said, what are you going to do? He says, well, I think I'm going to hang around here. You know, that was for Lydia. And I says, oh, my right. God, what does he mean by that? He yeah. said he wanted, he wanted to get into this business, and so he did. Amazing, right? And did brilliantly at it. Yeah, yeah, he's so. a very good businessman. You know, he can really foresee trends. And, uh, and you know, uh, as, a, as a mother, you know, the fact of... The two siblings are collaborating and collaborating well together. It's such a gratification for me because, you know, you're always afraid. You know, it's not easy. It's not easy no. for a mother and, 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 and children to get along in business. I know how it is. So for two siblings, but thank God, you know, Everyone, I'm staying yeah. out of it. Yeah, they're getting along. Well, I love talking to you. Lydia celebrates America overcoming the odds December 14th on PBS just check your local station. Um, we yeah. have 13 in this area and 21, but it's everywhere on PBS, so you're going to find it. Yeah, it's uh, it's at 8 or 9 in the, in the evening. I'm not sure which oh, one where. Perfect. It's perfect. So you've got all kinds of exciting things in your life. Any new food products? Uh, no, I'm working with my 
the sauces, we are really, the sauces are doing quite well. Mm -hmm. So we are doing uh, 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 now a new sauce that it's a little bit intensified with, with onions. On, on It has a little bit on like a marinara, right. but with onions. And so, so we are working on, you know, they're all organic. Uh, we are, you know, oh, they're all, delicious. Uh, I've used yeah. them all the time. Yeah, yeah. So we are, and they're doing very well. So we are really extending that line. People are really appreciating the fact that they are organic, they are kosher, they are all, you know, all, these, all the sensibilities that people might look for. Thank you so much, Lydia. I can't wait to talk to you again. Have a wonderful holiday with the family. Lydia Bastianich. Big hug, John. Thank the you. The same to you and your family. Bye-bye. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. That was Lydia. You can watch on the 14th. Lydia celebrates America. Special. Makes you feel good. I'm Joan Hamburg, and you're listening to WABC.